that fly up towards you before her whale goes off. She uh, took a move that... action to get within 40, 30 feet of you. Okay. And she Corbin. can fly. Yeah, oh. I need that. Ooh. Yeah. And did, can we get a... So Daff and Toki are the only people standing. And um, I think it's time for initiative between oh, Daff, Toki, and isn't really going to end up being a problem for us. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That is Daff's turn. Polar Bear Toki. Also, uh, Mr. Mooton, could you roll into initiative somewhere? So oh, can, yeah. Death saving throws are going to be important. Please kill this character. <laughs> no. Nothing would bring me more. We're killing the Banshee, Moot. Um, okay. I'm going to flip the Banshee. Uh, if you can't see it, I will change that so you can. There we go. Oh my god. Wait a minute, I'm this shouldn't okay. have two bars. Yeah, half movement rate, and you gotta spend half your movement to stand. So, um, as a rogue, you can bonus action dash, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, so you can get there, no problem. He hits you with the 21. You will take 15 points of necrotic <laughs> damage nice. as your life fades from, from you. There's no physical wounds on your body, but you can feel sort of like the willingness to live has depleted from you. Daff, it is your turn. Um, Daff is gonna go to Lenny and cast Cure Wounds. Excellent. At level two again. For Lenny's 10. up at 10. I think real quick, I and think- And Daff, you can go ahead and make a saving throw against that Frightened again. I also, I think my sneak yeah. attack damage does count as magical since it's- Overcome this fear. Quick question, in 2e, when you hit zero, do you have to do death saving throws? I can't remember. I you it was die. In... You... Wait, what do you 2e mean? rules as written, zero is dead, game over. Oh, sorry, I meant in five. Well, Toki um, lets out a sad roar and starts trotting back to the tent. Yeah, back to Toki, the tent. Toki, wait. Maybe you should dig around here. Um... I don't know if that'll lead to anything, but dig where the grave was. Maybe there's something. Mm. Maybe Toki, we could put the spirit to rest. Toki the polar bear does an eye roll as best as it could and starts digging. Yeah, find there's a body in the snow. Oh, okay, all right. Dig, About dig. three feet down, there is the body of a woman here. Uh, and clasped in her arms is the frozen corpse of a wee babe. Nevitz, we should... Can we... Do you guys head again. back into your tent? I'm going to use my second uh, wind. Which is and a D10. Your... D10 plus one. Yeah, that's right. Fight a little. Thanks. Wait, for what? Uh, Second wind gives me HP. D10 plus one. One for the fighter level. Oh, yeah. We can roll our hit dice as well, right? Yeah, the next day you can. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Maybe I should we can't, Can we roll it tonight as we sleep? When we go back to our tent? Uh, and you you do it after your short rest is over. So yeah. you do it in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I won't roll my second wind. Is that fine? Or I can keep it if you want it. Your call. Well, it doesn't matter because uh, your second wind, it, so it recovers figured. on a short rest anyway. So it doesn't matter. You'll have it the next day anyway. Really? I thought it was long. Nope. Oh, okay. That's broken. Okay. Okay. Are we... We're all good to sleep? Okay. Yep. You guys can yep. rest. Jesus, Lenny. Okay. Nice. Oh, Lenny one's all right. All right. You can try yours again, Steven. There you go. Cool. Okay. 
right. By the end of that day, you are reaching the woods of South Grove. Uh, the snow gets a little easier to traverse. The storm dies down. And by evening, you will make it to hard-packed earth again. Kind of tundra-y earth here. So has uh, the body been defrosting? No, you're still at about freezing temperatures. It's just a little less snow on the ground. But here you are. I guess we'll keep going towards Solwick. Well, should we bury uh, the body Where are we going to bury the body is the question. Well, I want it to defrost so we can see what's on it. And then maybe we can bury it in the correct location. Well, okay. What do you mean? You can spend one more night here and then push over to Solwick the next day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you will be approaching from this side of the river. So you'll be basically running until you hit the river, walking alongside it until you hit the, the road. Uh, and some part through that day. How, how are you transporting the body, Lenny? Um, sack of potatoes. Oh, just like over your shoulder. Yeah. And then over fine. the day, as it like it starts out a rigid frozen body, and then the course of the day uh, it slowly yeah. like bends over you. Yeah. Um, and at a certain point, when it's thawed enough, and you're covered with freezing water running down your your limbs and your chest, uh, you notice the babe is getting a little loose in the arms, and I think that's the sign for you to do what you need to do. It's giving yes. a proper burial. We'll search it. Yeah, you can go over the, the corpse now in good detail. Uh, you see that she doesn't have much. She's got a pair of sandals on. Uh, what looks to be some sort of, like, uh, maybe dressing gown. Nice, thick, warm um, blanket, though, as if someone took the care to do that one. Um, around her waist is just a, a simple cord to keep the gown tied to her. Mm, Toki, yes. would you give me an investigation check and just you? Yeah, this is definitely a, a woman's dressing gown, like a noble woman's dressing gown. Um, a bit of an older style and fashion, something these guys wouldn't know anything about. But you would you would recognize this is probably some wealthy woman and her baby who... Uh, Whatever it is, yeah, you don't. You don't see any weapons on her. You don't see mm -hmm. any bags of money. There's no loot. She does have a silver necklace around her with <clears throat> the symbol of Martha, goddess of life and creation, nice. attached to it. There's no... Uh, um, I guess I'll search the baby's like bundle. There's no like letter or anything. Um, anything like that on her? No. Hmm. And there's not so a not... sigil. There's not like anything like recognizable in terms of like what family she might be from. Mm -mm. It looks like she was just in the clothes that she was sleeping in, grabbed some sandals and a warm towel for the babe. They usually do with the body. Uh, they're a little concerned as you come in carrying the body of a woman and a baby, but no one would expect you to be murdering a woman and a baby and then haul Bring them in. into town walls, right? Uh, especially considering you look like you're traveling through the snowy areas and she doesn't look like a normal death. She has that bluish taint of someone frozen. So uh, they respectfully let you in. You can head to the temples here with the graveyard out back 
and the head cleric there will offer to give her a funeral. Although, asks you, who who is she? Do you have a name that I can put on the grave? We have no idea. We found this body buried out in the snow um, in the land of Atreya. Um, your guess is as good as ours. We were kind of hoping you could shed some light on that. She does have a necklace. That shows she was a follower mm. of Martha. That's all we know. Uh, she was a banshee when we found her. Oh. Oh. That's terrible. She needs a proper rest, then. A proper place to... to pass on. It's good of you to bring her here. Lesser men would have taken her silver necklace for themselves. Miss Toki, I think, said that she thought that she was a noble lady. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. Do you have any idea of someone we could ask? If I, Any stories of people going missing? Or, no? Not that springs to mind, but you could ask in town if you wanted. Uh... It'll take some time for the grave to be dug. Uh, one of our grave diggers can do it in a half day. Would you come back tomorrow and attend the funeral? As the only people to bring her here, you're the closest thing she has to family. Oh, what to Nevitz? Is that fine, Nevitz? Or... Nevitz scratches the back of his head. Uh, I mean, is that appropriate? Do we don't really know her? I, I mean, I guess if we must, we can. <clears throat> She was a banshee, and I take it you slew her and brought her corpse all the way here. Don't you see you should don't you think you should see it through to the end? I think we should stay for the funeral. Just one day. Yeah, never no, shrugs. No. Okay. And then we'll go. Okay. Uh you can spend the rest of your day or night here in town. Maybe a little more made more awkward by the events that transpired. This is a good moment for Daft to look at you guys and say, well, I think here's where we part our ways. That does indeed Sad. seem to be the case, Daft. Um, what is Daft holding? I'm going to go to Bondundasir and take a ship home. Yeah. Wait, what does Daft have on their character sheet? Just curious. <laughs> uh, some money, your botulism, what? some magic rocks, Botch a key. A key. What key? It just says estate, estate key? key. Yeah, no idea what estate it goes to, but there's <laughs> an estate think. key on her sheet. Wait, was this one of the very? Was this? Did we do a really, really early mission a long time ago where we went to? It was like, the haunted house. Yeah, 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 yeah. The estate. We got the key mm. for that. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, so. Um, and three hundred fifty-three gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're wonderful, Daph. She can, or Daph can keep the gold. Daph, do you think I could have that uh, bottle of botulism back? Might come in handy. Oh yeah, I don't need this. Yeah, That's yeah. gross. Yeah, botulism, seventy-two hours, point five weight. Lenny will shake Daph's hands and thank him for saving him. And mm. sorry, we got into a tuffle earlier. No problem. Nevitz was antagonizing us. Well, if you ever want, I know where we can get some great croissants. Croissant? Croissant? I don't know. It sounds amazing. Can you add a... See you on back. We'll get you some croissants. And, uh, you know, we'll throw that party when you get there. The next time you come through Conwick. Okay. 
Goodbye, Daff. Goodbye, Daff. Don't forget, Daff. You got invited to the party by that noble lady. If you want to go there alone. <laughs> I'd love to hear the tale when I get back to Cronwick one day. I might do that. I got to check up at home first. Bye, Toki. Thank you for all the Toki things. Toki's going to give Daff a little hug. Ah. <sighs> I always wish that was. See you later. <laughs> See you around, Daff. Try not to uh, get into too much trouble. Yep, same to you. All right. And Daff uh, goes off to leave town the next morning, leaving you guys in town for a few hours before the funeral. Are we? Are we? Really, were we able to ask around yesterday? Yeah, you can. Sure. About the noble lady? No one seems to know anything about a noble lady with her baby disappearing, which is strange. That would be yeah. uh, big news. Yeah, you know, a noble woman and her baby go missing and are never seen from again. That would be huge news. Um, but there's nothing of that in living memory here. Level up in a new class if you don't want to continue taking levels in your own. Um, as long as you have the requisite skills. Dusty, so for a fighter you'd need like 13 strength or dex. For a barbarian you're taking the same amount of XP so your progression will be the same but I you'll see. just be taking fighter 1, fighter 2 instead of druid 7, druid 8. Oh, uh, okay. Toki's gonna become a bard. Time period maybe it's made of an older style that wasn't like used contemporarily anymore. Maybe we could visit like a sage or somebody who would know these things and then pay him to ask him. Um... You could visit, like, a tailor and have the tailor come see the body. Someone who wouldn't be up on clothing styles. Um, that's about it. Otherwise, I don't know what a sage would do. Just be like... Rrr. A tailor? Would, is everybody okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a tailor. Yeah. A tailor will come to the funeral with you. That's, it seems like the only appropriate time to take a look at the body. Um... And they will stand by quietly, making notes and observations. And yeah. after the body's entoured in the ground, they will give you their analysis of the situation. But during the funeral, the high priest here looks to the three of you, notes Daff's disappearance, but doesn't mention it, and asks one of you to say some words over the body. They're the only people who... Who we found in the snow. We don't know what your past life must have been like, but it must have been difficult for us to find you in that condition. We can only hope that you achieve peace in wherever you choose to go from now on. May you rest in peace. Okay. And the baby. And the child. Alright. The diggers throw dirt on the box as it's lowered down. And the tailor comes to you and says, oh, uh, certainly an older style. The way that it's uh, bunched around the, the knees and the, the co simple cord used to tie, that's, a, that's an old style. Um, maybe a couple hundred years old. Oh, that, okay. From this region? From Drekus, yes. The old Drekusian style. One of the old Drekusian styles. Do you know someone who could tell us more about this time period? Oh, I think any historian probably could. Um, the capital would be the place with the most information on it, but uh, I'm sure there's a sage or a historian or a lover of the past, maybe a, a bard around here that knows something. 
Well, maybe it's time we bury this story with the body. You may was never the... know who this girl is. Was the necklace buried with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look disappointed, Mr. Mooton. Do you want to steal from the corpse? It's I a necklace of Martha. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, it was just like a... Yeah. Yeah, just a thing. Probably a plus seven protection amulet, but, you know, what are you going to uh. do? Didn't protect her very well, did it? Clearly True. not. But that's okay. Um, okay. Um, that's okay. Right. Um, I say we continue our journey to the capital to do some reading and research. Maybe pick up a fourth party member or something um, if we feel we need one more. And then, yeah. Okay. The body is buried. Daff has left the party. Why don't we take our break here? And when we come back, on to Wixron Marenta. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Of Dice and Men. The party sets out from Solwick on the Thick Glade and on to Wickthrod Marenta. It is about 100 miles to get there, so it'll take you probably about five more days to do. Can we just hire a carriage and everything, or no? Do you guys not want to? You want to hire a carriage? Make no, it easy? We, let's no walk. More let's walk. Right, we'll walk. We need to be fighting more. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's see. One, two... One, two, three, four, five. We'll get you to Withdrawn Rorenta. Okay. Towers, bells, uh, close streets with uh, double stacked buildings all around them. A nice big wall around the place. A river on one side, a mountain next to it, wholly surrounded by forests. The guards here will take your weapons and armor as you come in as a standard giving you a little token so you can get him back on the way out. And you're in the capital. What would you like to do? Um, I think we're fine to split up. Lenny's going to go and talk to Historian, if that's fine. Historian? Mm -hmm. For what? The body. I want to just ask about it. Just curious if anything's of it. Oh, okay. Um... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just trying to think of what we're doing for the rest of the episode. Because I'm trying to think, like, if we roll in, if we were to roll in, like, a fourth person, I imagine we would probably get them from here, right? Theoretically, I guess we fourth could... Fourth person could come from pretty much up. anywhere. Yeah. The real question is, who do you want as a fourth person? This is an opportunity for you to recruit. You have uh, a muscle, a spy, and a sage in your party. What are you missing? What would round you out... Um, yeah, I think the person... I mean, do you, can we say which person we're probably going to go with? Uh, well, well, let's worry about rather character. than asking for a, a player, oh, I'm asking you to define the character you want. Yeah, I, I think we would probably want a, wi a wizard of sorts. Um, okay. Yeah. A wizard yeah, either a wizard, like a wizard or, a or, a or a sorcerer. Like a sorcerer. Like, like a real-ass cleric. Cleric is very good. Do clerics have fireball? I guess we're not, not getting a cleric. I want a goddamn wizard. Okay, now I want look at him. Now he's writing down no fireball for this. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. Stop. We want a real ass battle wizard. We don't have any offensive magic at all. We don't have any range at all, right? Do we? Mm. No, we don't. No. Nevitz has got a short bow. Fuck that. It's not real range. I have more spells now. 
And I can't carry the short bow or any arrows, so <laughs> no, I don't have a short bow. Um, Toki has All more right, spells. So you're just down to Toki's spells. Yeah. That's your only ranged attack then. And she can't like and, transform uh, Lenny's javelins. Yeah. I don't even think I have javelins. So it's just Toki's spells. So yeah, you got no range. So you want a ranged spell caster, an offensive ranged spell caster. Yes. That's what we I want. We want a wizard. We want a wizard. But. Mm hmm. All right. Um, well, but more importantly. Uh... I guess we're, uh, aside from necessarily looking for recruiting a member, um, mm -hmm. I asked you about this yesterday. Nature of your research. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, hold on. I have a notepad somewhere. Uh, okay, so I'm going to type all of this exactly into the Discord, okay? Perfect. What are you guys going to do? You too. Uh, down time. So thank. So we have a really big mission ahead of us. We've got, um, I think, five-ish different objectives. We've got bridges we need to destroy. We've got an armory that we need to make render useless somehow. We need to spread disinformation, which we'll acquire from the um, McGarry person before we go out. Um, we need to investigate the relationship between Scoria, the dragon, and King Gilda of Mistria. Um, and then we need to figure out or establish... Given the Periap development done. Can you add... Yeah. Um, research on rust monsters to your... That's one of the things that I have is research on monsters from Mistria. Um, just okay, all the so, general, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to, I think a good idea is like a rust monster and putting it in the armory and then it'll just take care oh. of everything. Oh, that's actually a super sick idea. Yeah. The one that thing I'm is wanting to know about idea. is if we can put the rust monster in the bag of holding so that's how, how we can carry it around. I don't know. So the problem with the rust monster in a bag of holding is if it has claws, it might pierce the bag. Can it really do right. that in like a inter? Oh, I guess it you can't can, do it like, inside a... the bag of holding. I feel like it couldn't. No, not in it, but maybe on its way in. Wait, right? You can't destroy a bag of holding from inside. No. If you were to drop, if you were to like thrust a spear through a bag of holding, you know, like a thirty-foot spear, so you could reach the end for sure, you could easily rupture it from the inside. How I thought you're putting it into like a, like a. Dimensional it's extra portals, dimensional. So yeah, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, like a TARDIS. But there are still walls to that. There are still physical borders. It's just extra dimensional space within. What? Uh, how big are rust monsters? Medium-sized creatures. So like a human? Yeah, like a person size or a large dog size. How big can that uh, bag open? Small is it size? a four foot like diameter? Three or four feet. Two foot by four feet. You would need to sedate the creature. There's no way you're going to get a like a living free rust monster in there. That'd be like trying to corner a bobcat and put a like a burlap sack over its head. Well, what I'm curious about is like if it's, if it's a two by four thing, we could literally construct a box for the bag, put a rust monster in the box that's like a cage and then put the cage in the bag. There you go. Yeah, make sure that... Oh, yeah, obviously you're going to research that. We just need to know if rust monsters, like, are going to die if they don't eat for, like, four days or da da da, -da. Sure. Um, but I think that's a good way to deal with the fucking armory. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then Lenny was going to go to the Historian, and if need be, go capture or go buy anything that Nevitz needs. Um, stuff like that. What do I do? If you would want to come to the Historian with me, you'd probably be... Better at talking than Lenny would. Um, I'll go with Lenny then. Yeah. 
Okay. So Lenny and Toki go to see this historian while Nevitz figures out the things he needs to learn. Uh, and you guys can <laughs> search around the town until you can find someone who is uh, knowledgeable about the history of this country, this nation, this kingdom, and uh, go and knock on their door. The door will answer. And uh, an old man, a very old man, opens the door and says, Yes, can I help you? We had a few questions. Um, we found a lady in uh, Atreya, and she was wearing very old, noble garments with a baby. We were wondering if you ever heard any legends of a noble lady gone missing or something. You would like to speak to the historian, then? Yes, yeah, so, sorry that I thought you were him. Very ageist. No, it happens all the time. Uh, please come in. I'll see if she has time for you. Uh, and the old man will, like, slowly hobble at an uncomfortably slow pace into the building and be pointed in the direction of um, the a sitting room, the parlor here. Uh, it's quite small. It's got, like, a, a semicircular chair. Uh, with soft cushions on it and a little table in the middle with some glasses and a pitcher of water prepared as if this is always sitting out here. The glasses are upside down so no dust gets in them. Uh, the room is small. It's got some crimson curtains that are pulled shut, giving it glass a, would be a darkened rare, look. Right or no? Yeah, glass it would be difficult to come by. Glass, uh, Actual glassware to drink out of would be expensive. Lenny will yeah. play with it. <laughs> You should make him do a dex check to see if he drops it. He I'm should, fine with that's that. That's what I was considering. Yeah, he should I'm drop not. it on like a one to three or something. Can I, I do a dex saving throw? Have you guys seen the, this is what it's like going to the bathroom in D&D &D meme? Yes. The guy, oh, like, the guy walks, walks out and he pees. Rolls a d20, rolls a one, pisses all yeah. over himself. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't let the world be like, every time you come into an, a potential situation for disaster, you ruin it. Okay, he's so. fine. All right, he's fine. He's fine. You play with the glasses. They're see-through and yet hard, and they tink and make fun noises when you clack on them. Mm. Yeah, it's, break, it's breaking my mind. Fifteen minutes later, long wait, really, uh, the door opens, and in steps a woman with multicolored hair and a multicolored shawl draped over her shoulders. Underneath, she's wearing you know regular uh, sort of bland clothing. And uh, the shawl's like kind of tap right, wrapped tightly over her shoulders and across her neck. And she looks at the two of you with uh, distant eyes through thick spectacles and says, You are the ones asking about a missing woman? That is us. Yes. Well, my rate is 10 gold an hour. What? Um, and if uh, questions require research, the hours stack up while I work on it. <laughs> Is that fine, Miss Toki? Ten gold. Uh, okay, sure. That's what you want, Lenny. Yes, we Splendid. She sits, uh, her servant pulls out a chair for her, and she sits opposite of the semicircular couch. Please. Yeah, we'll sit there. And I will regale every little detail um, to her about the uh, the banshee, the, where we found it, the woman, the baby, 
Um, I'll ask Toki to regale the outfit, uh, the Martha uh, necklace, um, mm -hmm. where we buried her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She nods along with this and makes some notes in a small scratch pad. Mm -hmm. Question. One dead person living a hundred and something miles away from here or found something hundred miles something away from here, frozen in the snow. She could be from any period in time, from last year or a thousand years ago. Well, the snow we, keeps bodies very well preserved. We kind of know the time period because of her outfit. And then I'll recant what we found with the tailor. I don't know if that helps you anymore, but... It does. It narrows it down quite a bit, actually. That's quite useful. But there are thousands of villages, dozens of towns. Missing noble lady. It's probably pretty rare. Near Atreya. If this is something you really wish to look into, I will look into it but yes. i will need a retainer up front because this will take some time i will pull out one fine jewelry and ask miss toki if this is okay that's as a retainer 500, 500. yeah yeah as a the job you tell me how many hours you spent and then you give me back the difference basically Correct. you do get back the difference it's yeah. not just a uh yeah okay we're not just giving her 500 gold to yeah. find out what she knows right. otherwise that would be called hours. a scam so yeah. how is a is a retainer just synonymous with a deposit then? Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. She will take it and say, "I will need to reach out to contacts. Come back in a couple of weeks. I clearly won't be billing you for every hour within that time. Just the time that I, I write and the and read and whatnot, um, and for any fees associated with the sending of these things, which should be small. So um, next time you're in town." Or if you live here in a couple of weeks, we'll be here for a while. Come back and I'll have an answer. Okay. Splendid. Uh, come again. And uh, you are escorted gently out of the building. All right. Nevitz, you. Okay. See, let's so this is what I have of what I want to do. So, number mm -hmm. one is I want to find like an engineer. Or somebody that like constructs bridges basically and ask them mm -hmm. questions about like if i want to do like hunts or whatever for food or whatever mm -hmm. um i'm sure that mm -hmm. there must be some people that have hunted in the lands of mystery or have heard about creatures in the land of mystery maybe a bestiary or some guy would find something like that would know more about that mm -hmm. um i'm just curious what kind of monsters generally roam those lands what precautions would we need to take against said monsters is it unique or different than this land um the third one mm -hmm. would be mm -hmm. a question for a cleric um, will a periapt of health generally maintain the health? How, how is your leadership structure, basically? Um, fifth would be like a, like some sort of like bestiary guy that would know a lot about like ancient large monsters. So Scoria, like what? How does Scoria live? What are the habits of her? What's been reported in terms of like what does her lair look like? Um, how does she live? If, if she communicates with subjects, do they go to a second area? Do they go to the main area? Um, stuff like that. Um, and then the final person I want to talk to would be like a cartographer or like a forward. Um, let's start with the engineer. Now, you can get some easy answers from this guy, but the one problem with talking to the engineer is when you go to someone who builds bridges and you say, hey, how do I destroy bridges? That tends to set them off guard. So you need to find a way to, uh, you know, not sound like a terrorist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how would you get this information out of this person without sounding like you're going to go around burning bridges within the kingdom. Um, 
Because essentially you're going to flight school and saying, don't worry, I don't need to learn how to land. Yeah, I know. I was thinking of that. Um, I was kind of hoping you just wouldn't ask me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, the easiest way would be to approach somebody um, and would be... So I own um, off the capital... Um, there's a trade route between uh, between two cities, and there's like a small river, a very small river that that runs between these. And I need to expand the bridge, um, in, in, mm. in this river. Um, I don't have a lot of money for. You can just set it on fire, and then don't put it out. Then it'll burn. And okay. if it starts to go out, then you set it on fire again. You know. I, I'm sure you're it aware go that. Easily. Yeah, of course. Especially these days, as crazy as the world is, it seems as though there's a lot of people that are out and about doing crazy things to bridges. If I wanted to protect a bridge against fire, I mean, what would I do? What, what are the most vulnerable points in a bridge that I'd have to be worried about some knowledgeable burglar coming by and destroying my bridge with it going enough for the flames to really take it on? Mm -hmm. uh, but then once it's on fire, then it's on fire, right? Uh, unless some wandering wizard puts it out or something. Um, you want to take the time to prepare it, of course. Uh, the the key is the struts, right? So you got you either have a flat bridge that just sits on either side with nothing holding it up, or you've got a bridge with pylons holding it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the only two types of bridges we build here. Um, so if the the structural supports are gone, then the bridge fails. So I would say if it's a, a long bridge, I don't know how big yours is, mm -hmm. and you got columns running through it, start a fire in the middle of the pylons. Um, so hopefully when the river is dry that it spans, or the chasms dry that it spans, or whatever. Um, and then if you can burn those central supports, then, well, even if the whole, then the, the whole bridge will like burn out from the middle out. If you start a fire on one side, it'll slowly progress. And if it gets put out, then you'll have to start again. It's just easier to burn from the middle outward gotcha. um, and from the bottom up. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Do you think to keep my bridge yep. safer? Does anybody ever reinforce these struts with iron or something? Oh, well, a good bridge will be made of stone, not wood. Uh, too expensive to make out of iron. Wood, right? Or at least that's what was yeah, told to us, right? Yeah, you've been given an image of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. That's all I need for that. Oh. Okay. Um, next question. Monster Hunters. Find out about the general monsters and mystery. Okay, I'm going to open up my overly complicated monster maps, and this will take me a while. So let's skip that one. Would a periapt of health maintain health in a similar way as an amulet of health? Yeah, I'd basically uh, just go to a cleric. I'd say I have a sick cousin. Um, we borrowed an amulet, basically, that was in the family for a long time that's supposed to maintain health, but that amulet needs to be returned to another family. However, we have another family that's willing to lend us another amulet temporarily called a periapt of health. Would this amulet be sufficient to keep my cousin alive, or do you think he'll fall cleric into looks deep into your eyes and she puts a hand gently on your shoulder and says sometimes we aren't meant to live one of these is not the same as the other and uh, it seems like you are desperately trying to keep someone who was fated to die a long time ago alive it's best to just let them go these will not you can't keep someone alive indefinitely with magic that's not a good way Huh, okay. Never shrugs his shoulders and says, okay. And then leaves. Okay, I'm good on that then. <laughs> um, international historian. Uh, there's got to be... This has to be so easy. I'm sure these people never get to talk about their shit, so they'll be excited if somebody asks about their boring ass 
field of expertise, like a librarian or somebody that studies like international diplomacy or relationships or something, like a local college. I don't even know if these would exist in this timeline, actually, or in this period. Well, if you ask around, you will find out that there is one elf who has uh, sort of, I wouldn't say abandoned the elven lands, but tends to hang out amongst the human lands. He's thousands of years old. He would be an expert on all things international because he is um, traveling around. Okay. You could ask him. Yeah. Can I go knock on his door? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still looking for my monster map. Hold on. Ah, here it is. Yeah, the party, or I guess just you at this point, can go find Jean-Pierre Kisset. And uh, you will find the elf in the wealthy noble district here in town. He made out of various trees because you can see root systems coming off of the house. So the, the walls of the house are trees, but then like on the outside around it are stone columns and like a shingled roof. So he's mixing human and elven um, woodworking styles here and stoneworking styles. Okay. Uh, the gate is open, but there is a sign that dangles out front that says, to my enemies, please be gone. The way is trapped. To my friends, welcome in. To my lovers. And then it just stops. Gotcha. Um, and I look inside. Do there appear to be any obvious traps that I can notice? Just a, a nice cobblestone path that runs up the middle towards a building. There's a creek that runs across the yard and goes under. Appear to be any. That doesn't appear to be trapped. Okay, I guess could I just trot up the path to the front door? Mm-hmm. You walk up the path to the front door, and uh, as you step onto the porch, the door opens before you, and there are a pair of young human women who give you a deep bow and motion you into the building. You see this front hallway is uh, wood, but not like planks of wood, just like a sprawling wood, almost as if you could make plywood in the olden days or whatever, uh, covered with a red velvet carpet and a glass table with flowers on the middle. There are sweeping staircases that run up either side to the second floor, big double doors down on the ground level, and a series of rooms off to the side with glass windows framing this entire section, which would be behind you once you step in. Okay, very nice place. Um, thank you for mm -hmm. showing me. Um, do you know where the half-elf is that lives here? Elven or half-elf? Would... Full elf, Full elf Jean-Pierre Cusset. Yeah. Yes. Of course, this is his residence. He is here right now. You think, um, could I ask him just a few questions about what he might know about suitors of my kind? Uh, although I'm flattered, I, or in, I, uh, can I just speak to him, please, about the, uh, Nevid scratches his head. Um, I just want to speak to him about some, um, very boring foreign relations stuff. Um, it's nothing as exciting as, as being a suitor, I promise. They pause and look at each other for a moment and like huddle for a brief and then the red-headed one says of course uh why don't you come and uh wait in the servants hall with us then and she will lead you back past some like fancy rooms through all these closed doors you see these nice redwood panelings large paintings of half elves everywhere just half elves paintings all over the place uh, before leading you back into what appears to be like a 
cozy little servants quarters where they might share a meal or something mm -hmm. you can hear distant harp music kind of coming from somewhere in the house but you're not quite sure and uh, some voices it sounds like there's other people around on sides of walls in some of these other rooms mm -hmm. uh, and the servants will sit and bring you some bread and some cheese and the first one the red-headed one will say um and what pray tell no i'm not trying to pry but we don't very often get visitors here asking about international relations um, um, what's up? Uh, Nevitz kind of like looks uh, a little bit embarrassingly down to the ground. I don't really want to get too much into it, but um, <clears throat> I've heard that there are certain court positions that one could possibly study into, and I thought that it would be impressive if I could expand some of the knowledge I had other kingdoms around the world. Um, I've learned so much about the lands of Drekus here. Um, that I thought that maybe studying uh, Mistria would give me a leg up on any other possible people that would be vying for some of these court positions. I see. Well, I, his majesty can help you with that, of course. I'm sure. He's been around longer than anyone. He knows just about everything there is to know, I think. Yeah, just, then, I mean, I would love to have a chance yeah. to pick his brain. Cool. They'll wait with you until he is ready to see you. And uh, then they will bring you to a, a different room. Uh, it's a cozy looking room. It's got three fireplaces, one on this wall, one on that wall, one on that wall. And the fourth wall has a large heart-shaped bed with uh, fluffy pillows and cozy blankets. And uh, you can sit at one of the, you know, Shea lounges nearby. The servants will bring you in. And a few minutes later, Jean-Pierre will walk in. Uh, his hair is tussled, his, uh, what do you call it, his leather jacket is sort of open down to the sternum. His tight leather pants uh, look like they've just been recently tied back on. He's not even wearing any shoes. He tosses his white hair as he steps in the room and says, Oh, the halfling. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I am Jean-Pierre. What can I do for you? Jean-Pierre, I hear you're a man of many talents. Um, today... I am only here to ask you a few simple questions. I'm curious what you know of Mistria. Is that a land you've spent a lot of time in? Do you think you know a lot about the lands of Mistria? Or maybe more specifically, maybe the way that their uh, monarch is structured? These days, uh, things are different, but I can tell you how it was in the days of old. I've not been there in quite some time. That place has grown depressing. Very depressing. It's not at all the fun place to be. I think my last jaunt there was... 60 years ago? 60 years ago. Things certainly haven't changed mm -hmm. that much. At least, how about we talk first about the lay of the land? What do you know of any of strange... Um, any underground tunnels or any fantastic... Uh, winding, and it seems as though you're well-traveled. I'm sure you'd love to share some of these stories with me, no? Otherwise, perhaps another type of deal can be arranged. Let's hear the other types. Well, you seem to be a man of many talents. Um, I notice that you have quite a few women around your walls here. All of them seem to be lacking. Um, I'm sure that noble flair you're probably missing a bit in your life. Do you get around very much with some of the upper-class ladies around here, or are they a bit out of your reach? I get around. These are my offspring. 
Your offspring? Mm-hmm. What if I... I've never married. Oh, of course. What if I told you? What if I could promise you a night with a fantastic noble lady? Not just any noble lady, but a druidic one as well. Did I consent? Um, You're about to get a lot of I would you. tell you that I can get that whenever I want. Really? Even even into the... Uh... <clears throat> I mean, I'm an elf. Who do you think the best druids are? I mean, you're not the only elf. If I want a woman no. that acts like a wild cat, I'll just head home. Hmm. Well, if I can't tempt you with women, I can't tempt you with the with the fun and excitement of just sharing a story with a halfling. Um, the only other thing I have to offer you is gold. Do you tell stories for a price? I mean, I can, but I'd rather spend my time doing something else. This world has so much to offer. There are so many great things to do. Wouldn't you say? Hmm. Why waste it just telling the same old stories and collecting money that piles up and piles up? Now that is true. It deal in exchange for it. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Do STDs exist in this world? Oh my god. You're about to get yes. up? Yes. Now, Could I get my hands on yours? <clears throat> well, I mean, originally I came here to trade either a date or two with a friend or some gold. Um, obviously, I'm not generally willing to part ways with a magical item so easily, so I'm sure we're both aware that it's very hard to come by these things. So I would need a great deal of very captivating information to consider this trade. Do you think you'd have enough to offer me that I'd be willing to part with my amulet so easily? My dear friend, I could tell you stories from now until the day you die and still not share everything I know about the world. I understand that, but I'm sure that you know a ton of information that I could care less about as well, right? I'm looking for a very particular mm, type yes. of information for a very particular type of journey I intend on taking. The layout of Mystrium, its flora and fauna, the underground rivers, that sort of thing. These would be nice. This would be good information. It'd be a good start. Depending on how much you know, maybe it'd be a good start. What do you know, do you think, of the modern-day... Uh, monarch that rules that family as you know they've been working with a dragon recently do you know how they would communicate with said dragon first, first. if you want me to show you mine you must show me yours <laughs> whip it out i agree um i don't have the amulet on me at this present time or with the amulet um let me ask you before i take my leave and return you wouldn't happen to have any of this information or could get any of this information onto a map of sorts could you you could tell me for days the entire layout of Mystria. I don't know how much I'd be able to put that to an actual scene in front of me, though, without some piece of parchment. Sure. For an amulet, a periapt, mm -hmm. uh, let's call it, of protection, of health, mm -hmm. of fortification, I would happily hand over one of my many old maps and uh, help you scribble on it to keep your notes straight. Okay. Um, I will take my leave and I'll be back um, within an hour or two. Let me find my friend that I have is holding, safeguarding the amulet for me and then we will talk then. Does that sound okay? Fantastic. I hope <laughs> that seems like it would be quite expensive to buy estates like this. 
across multiple towns, but I, I understand. Well, I just mean having the awkward conversation the next day, you know, or the next week. Can't you tell them they were kissed by elven fire or something? I'm sure a man like you could make up some sort of story, save himself. I've tried a few here, true there. Uh, my experience, it's best to love brightly for but a single night and then never meet again. Okay, well, uh, Nevid stands. I'll be back within a couple hours, okay? Splendid, my dear chap. Okay. Hurry along. Nevitz leaves. Um, I'm going to go. I'm sure there's like a tavern. We're staying at if we're here for a week. So I'll go and wait there for Lenny to return. And they have soap where you can wash out your eyes and ears. Yeah. Well, I need to wash out my eyes uh, and ears. Talking to this guy? Maybe Nevitz that's enjoys that. <laughs> what do you mean that's my pee? I'm a, ha- I'm, a, I'm a halfling. I'm not a fucking elf or a half elf. Are we all the same to you, Lenny? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I'm Lenny would like to. Uh, or, I'm sorry. Nevitz is waiting for I don't Lenny. Have it. You don't. What do you mean you don't have it? You ripped it off of her. Or him. Uh, Toki has it. Okay, then I'll wait for Toki to return. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing it. one magic item we gave to Toki. <laughs> that one item that I have. Yep. Okay, I'm waiting. Waiting at the tavern for Toki to return. I'm so happy you gave me this necklace. I always wanted my own... You know, I've been feeling a little left out from, you know, you guys' shenanigans and stuff. So this really made me feel included. Thank you so much. Miss Toki, that necklace makes you look... Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lenny. I actually feel appreciated for once. Um, wow. Well, you know, that's something. But um, you're just, you're shimmering with so much beauty, uh, Lady Pichu. I didn't even notice the uh, amulet uh, next to such a, a wonderfully illustrious face um, that you have there. Um, Nevitz looks down to the ground. Can, can we um, can we go up to our room and, and chat for a minute about that necklace, Toki? Okay, sure. Nevitz uh, paddles his way up the stairs. With... Can I come, Nevitz? Um, I'll of make course no you trouble. can, Lenny. Lenny, well... Lenny... I'll make no trouble, I swear. I hold Lenny's hand and lead him upstairs as well. Okay. Thank you, Miss Toki. We're up in our room. We're a team okay. together, guys. Okay, so... One of the problems that we have is we seem to be taken by surprise in every area we go. And if more than one time, this has almost cost us our lives. I'm sure we'd all agree, Yes. I was almost raped by a goblin, so yes. Okay. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so I think it would be very good in preparation for our next adventure to try to gather as much information as possible so that we can go in fully prepared for what we're going to be doing. Do we agree? I agree, Nevitz. So I have... leading up to something. They yes. might say you're a halfling, but you have a full brain. Well, thanks. Aww, isn't that cute? Thanks. Yeah, I agree. Um... <laughs> I've been gathering information around the city. I believe I have good information about how we ought to destroy the bridge um, in a pretty reliable manner. Um, I'm trying to find out more information about the overall layout of Mistria. I think it would be incredibly helpful if we knew intimately um, maybe of any underground tunnels or any type of, uh, you know, secret passages around those lands that might help us navigate a little bit easier and maybe underground without being spotted by Mistrian troops mystery troops or anybody trying to spot uh spies now that I've, would be very useful yes it would be very useful nevitz that is right that I, is correct i would give up anything or lenny for that. yes okay anything lenny nice very smart i agree we even ought to give shield. up even your shield lenny now let's not let's not give up that shield lenny i have a proposition that's been made to me by a elf an elf in this city jean paul pierre or something um 
Now, <clears throat> Toki, you are just the shimmering perfection of health. And I think... Toki is like, get on with it. Cut the bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? That Toki, might work on Lenny, but not me. Toki, you don't need that fucking amulet, and this motherfucker needs it to prevent his crotch from fucking rotting off, okay? Are We're gonna... fucking serious? Yeah, I'm first serious. first magical item, and you're going to take it away from... Okay, Toki. Well, if you don't want to do that, then you can be the party leader and you can go headfirst into Mistria, into every single battle and every single encounter, and you can try to figure out the optimal way of doing it. Why are you it. just guilt tripping me? No, I'm not guilt tripping you at like... all. I, what I'm, I'm giving you an option, Toki. If you want, you can lead the party all around Mistria, and you can figure out everything out. You're a druid, right? You know nature. You know land. Maybe you can find all the hidden fucking tunnels. You're giving me the illusion of options, when in reality, I don't really have an option, do I? Well, no, it's actually He's plenty your option. Really disgruntled and take off the necklace. Nevid holds his hand out. <laughs> Throw it at him, Toki. <laughs> no, that's not dignified. I gently place it on the little halfling's open palm. Thank you very much, Toki. Um, okay, so what I'm going to try to get from this guy are maps that give us an overall layout of Mystria and any secret places we might need to know about. Can you think of anything else I could ask this elf? In exchange for our item, we're giving up a magical amulet. It's pretty impressive, so if you guys can think of anything, now would be the time to let me know. Lenny, you seem to have an unusual amount of good ideas over the past couple weeks. Do you have any ideas yes. coming into that brain now? What's up? Maybe. Now, he's not going to know anything about Scoria's lair, but he might know something about another dragon's lair. Maybe um, if dragons have secret entrances, da 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 He's an elf, after all. I'm sure he's heard stories from his mm -hmm. family. Um, or maybe he might know some weakness to dragons being an elf or something along those lines. Okay. He also may have something on someone in Mystria. Um, maybe someone high up now. He might have a favor that they owe him. And for this magic item, maybe we could redeem on it. Hmm. Okay. okay. Or his enemies, yeah. Anything bridge, else? Like confirmed wooden or We do know that it is a wooden bridge. They told us that, yes. Okay. I feel like that won't be hard to burn. No. Nope. Especially not now with our fire breathing potions. I also have a fire spell. Just FYI. Oh, that's strange. I've never seen you utter such a spell before, Toki. I tried to say it multiple times last session and to me. It's flaming what? sphere. I actually said it like twice this session too, but I think I was um drowned out. Wow. Well, that's Fire good to know, love. Toki. That's really good. As you acquire more no useful problem. magics, maybe can, we'll be able to do yeah, more with our... Sphere, a five-foot diameter sphere of fire. That is the spell. Wow. Impressive. Okay. Well, we'll keep that in mind. Um, all right. Anything else before I head back to our um, slutty elven friend? Do you need me to go and capture anything? Did you hear more about the rust monster, maybe, since that was the first place you visited? Not yet, but this is still our first or second day here, I imagine, so we've got time. Um, I'll be looking into it. If you want, Lenny, actually, that could be your job. You can go and try and find a... Actually, you'd even look more the part. You look like a hunter, man. Tell somebody that you're off to try and capture some rust monsters or something. Um, see if you can find some information about it. Maybe Toki can go with you. Maybe you can talk together. Yeah, and I will recant the knowledge of the historian and tell him what we gave up for it. Wait, which? About the lady or whatever? Yeah, and we and... gave her a fine piece of jewelry and everything. And Okay. Do you think, Lenny, um, could I have... How, how many of those gems do we have left? We have 20 pieces of fine jewelry. 20 pieces of fine... So that's approximately 10,000 gold or 100,000 gold? Uh, 10. 
10,000 gold. Each is 500, right? Okay. Do you think... Uh, Buy them. Well, that'll just depend on what it is, Toki, okay? Do you want the shield, Toki? Here. <laughs> Take it. No, I want the next one. The next new one. I want a new one. If you think about it, this is kind of for you, this shield, because it prevents people from shooting you I will you no guys. longer be gaslighted by the <laughs> party. Um, we have a... What did we get? We got a bag of holding, a magic shield... Of protection fire. Technically, Lenny got all powder. the magic items from fire. the last oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So. I really wow. Got Lenny's really rocking out with it. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. I'll take this amulet and I will be back. We'll report back here tonight. We'll find out what we find. Okay. Um, okay. Huff. Okay. Sorry, he did that to you, Miss Toki. I really thought I was. I felt really included for once. I felt more like less about the necklace and more about the symbolism the necklace held. <laughs> But it's okay, I'm used to disappointment, Lenny. Let me just retire to my room early and think about my life for a sec. Well, I'm going to go and see if we can find about the rust monster. You want to retire or do you want to come? Hmm, actually I'll go with you. Might be good to take my mind off of some things. Yes. I'm sure I was closer with Nevitz, Lenny. I don't think we ever really got along. Nevitz may have full brain, but half of emotions of a real man. I completely agree with you. Only the anger. Half a heart or something. Yes, but well, that's why we love him. Love is a strong word. I love it. I know you do, Lenny. I can see. He taught me to read some. Let's go research some rust monsters, Lenny. I'll hold Toki's hand and we'll go. Okay. Okay, I would like to go out. Um, I would like to go out to um, the elf guy again. Um, before I go there... Um, I want to make um, one other step first. Koibu, can you check your DMs? And then I want to go to the um, other guy. Don't hide it from the party. <laughs> what? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'm just asking. You're acting... I'm not. not You're acting me. cringe. You're being not cringe good. right now. You're being f fucking cringe, okay? Not good, Steve. Yeah, just DM each other. Secret <laughs> memes, huh? You know, you know, Lenny, uh, Mr. I'm gonna... You're gonna DM me? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna DM you. I'm DMing you right now. Ooh, <laughs> oh my god, that is a juicy information. Okay, <laughs> okay uh, shut the fuck up. Alright, I wanna go back to the Jean guy. We can figure this on a break or whatever, it's fine. Sure, we'll figure it on a break. Okay. You head back to Jean-Pierre. Mm -hmm. You are brought back into the house, escorted by the pair of women. Um, they bring you back to that same room with three fireplaces and the big heart-shaped bed and the fluffy cushions and everything. The heart music still plays from other parts of the house. You can hear laughter as if there's some sort of a party game going on next door in mm -hmm. the room next to yours. Um, and eventually Jean-Pierre comes back in and sees the three of you. Is a little surprised that you've multiplied. No, only Nevitz no, no, is just going. Me. We are going to oh. the yeah. Talk to a beast. Man oh, you something. guys are going to the other thing. Sorry, sorry. Uh, sees the one of you and says, "Ah, my fine friend, with what I assume are impeccable feet. Have you brought it here?" Um. 
People, wait, yeah. Is that like a th- um? Can we perhaps move back into a room and begin to discuss our exchange of information? Yes, but if you would excuse me, just one moment, he says, and he reaches into his bag at his side, pulls out some dust, speaks a word, and uh, sprinkles the dust over the necklace, which produces a, uh, a red light from it now. Satisfied, he sits back and says, please, let us discuss our business here in this comfortable room of mine. Yeah. Oh, wait, did he just test the amulet for magic, basically? I think that's a good assumption. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, okay, yeah, well, sorry, then I guess I showed him the necklace and everything. Um, yeah, okay, then as we um, <clears throat> sit in the room. Um, so you said that you could give me maps of Mystria, correct? I have many such things. Of course. Um, he didn't recognize the amulet, per- perchance, did he? He didn't seem to. He didn't sprinkled seem- something over it to test if it was magic. Yeah. He wouldn't do that if he recognized it, right? I'm trying to remember Unless where we like got this amulet from. Plays. If, like, the story that he gave was supposed to line up with how we came across the amulet. But it's I don't remember how we got it. We, st- we, we stole, stole it? it? You stole it in Cronwick. From who? Wait, why? The woman, you remember there was the ghost of the old man? Mm-hmm. And you defeated him. And then during the dinner party, you looted the house. <laughs> Well, she was losing the house anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh. It doesn't really matter. Oh, wait. Yeah, because she was she was trying to scam that dude anyway. She wasn't even nobility. She was a commoner. She, fuck her. Okay, I don't care anymore. Okay, yeah, gotcha. True. Okay, interesting. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so you said you had maps of Mystria that you could produce for me, Matt. Yes? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, he goes to the door, opens it, whispers a word on the other side. You hear a, a laughter and a giggle. And he comes back in and says, uh, Rosalind will bring it for us shortly. Okay. What can you tell me about how you might think? A dragon meets with a person to have a discussion. Yeah. Well, I suppose they would sit face to face. Do dragons make a habit of just flying into towns? Or do you think this man walks on foot to some lair to have a conversation? It is one of the two. Either the dragon flies into the castle, transforms into a more suitable uh, appearance, and speaks with people, or they make the dangerous trek across the Wormwood to her lair. Hmm. This is something that escaped me. So dragons can shapeshift. What other kind of... I suppose Scoria can... can. Scoria certainly can. And let me tell you, her shape is fine. Can she go invisible as well? Are there any other ways she has for concealing herself? She's a spellcaster. She can be invisible. She can polymorph. She can fly. She can breathe horrid fire. And she can squeal like a little bunny. Do you have personal encounters of Scoria, as you seem to be implying? There was a time once. A time once. Hmm. Interesting. Once upon a time. Does Scoria still fancy meeting random suitors? Does that happen still? Oh, no, 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 no. This was a long, long, long time ago. Back when she was just a a little wormling learning her first polymorph spell. I doubt she would remember me at all. Well, that's probably not true. She has been wrecking my home side. Burning the towns, the forests. I think she was uh, heartbroken, and this is her wrath. But uh, what can I say? Hmm, interesting. I think a lot of myself. And what know you of the monsters that roam the lands of Mystria? Are they far different than the ones we find here in Drekas? More 
more or less the same. Different kinds, but same types. Lots of ogres. Uh, a few giants in the Laconish Highlands. Goblins in the Ironbark Grove. The King's Forest is kept free of monsters and that scene to it. Um, Stagwood is also fairly monster-free. Wester Bluff crawls with all sorts of creatures. Same with the Weeping Bog and Muckwood. And I imagine that you'll probably have this written conveniently on the map for me, yes? Ah, uh, yes. When Rosalind brings it in, I, I will start to write it on the map for you. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and I guess I will just doodle on... We have uh, trolls and ogres and orcs over here. Let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. Where is... The... Hmm. You also have... Uh, so, generally speaking, the Laconish Highlands are the most dangerous part of Mystria. Minus the dragon and uh, Rainwood Reach and the Wormwood and the dragon-related things. The Laconish Highlands are where all the scary things are, which is where all the people are not. Um, you can find the occasional basilisk there, even. If me and my friends wanted to take an adventure through the lands of Mystria, do you think the dragon or the royalty in general that have any kind of wider spells cast that might reveal us? We were not on the whole countryside, no. Okay. Certainly not. Scoria is That not... would take immense power, and you would be able to perhaps see it with a detect magic spell quite easily. Okay. And then you, you made an illusion that there may be some sort of hidden underground lake or tunnel system that runs across parts of these lands. Sun Lake, most people don't know, is connected to Lake Edric, which is also connected to Moon Lake. But not Sunken Lake, nor Star Lake. Those are separate. As far as I understand. Sun Lake is connected to which lake? Lake Edric and Moon Lake. Uh, he will point out on the map. Sun Lake is connected oh, to like this it. lake, connected to that lake. Is this by way of Underground Passage? or? Yes, it is. Underground Passage in which live the most interesting type of um, I guess sea elf is not the right term freshwater elf perhaps uh, a, a small race of people who live well beneath the seas, well beneath the, uh, the lakes I should say, mm -hmm. preferring to keep to their channels um, their features are white their eyes are blind they live in the dark and they uh, live in the sea I, I don't really, sea elf is which you might understand them to be, but let's make no mistake, they're not very closely related to elves at all. Okay. Is um, Are they a friendly people, or do you think they'd aggressively attack? Absolutely not, no. They would not attack friendly. unprovoked? Uh, yeah, they, well, you know, blind creatures. Someone comes into their home, which no one else ever goes into. Uh, it stirs them up a little bit. They're um, not, oh, not, not animals. They're, they're people. Please, they have their own language. You would need a comprehend language spell, a tongues spell. Hmm. Not the fun tongues spell, but the uh, bland tongues spell. I understand. Have you ever played with the fun tongues spell? Um, <clears throat> uh, personally, I haven't. Those are the types of adventures that I it go summons on. summons a bed of tongues. Imagine it. Hundreds of them everywhere. Wherever you roll, there they are. That sounds like it would be a, an amazing amount of fun for the life of a man that spent most of his times within the city walls, but that is not what I'm after. Thank you very much. Um, you mentioned... You're not much of a slut, are you? Um, I uh, don't partake in those activities as much, no. Mm. 
God's giveth pleasure to us, and we deny ourselves. Why you people are so uptight, I will never know, but so be it. Far from me to judge your, uh, what do you call it, closed off lake. Uh, allows you to connect to Lake Edric, you said, and the Moon Lake, correct? Yes. Um, if we were to move between these, are there so many of these sea elves that it would prohibit travel? Or do you think it's possible to move between them and only encounter a few at a time? Mm. Well, the, ooh, I don't know the passages all that well. Uh, there are major tunnels that connect them with branching tunnels that support, uh, you know, homes and whatnot. It's possible you could go through them with only encountering a few, or you might run into a royal parade, so to speak. I doubt they actually hold parades. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be careful, though. They have uh, some sort of resistance to lightning and yet are able to cast it from their tridents, hmm. uh, causing widespread underwater damage to all who are not they, which tend to be their foes. Okay, this passage is sounding less and less useful. Is the entire passage underwater as well? Mm-hmm. Certainly. That's why most people don't know of it and why you won't see it marked on any map. But if you could convince them, perhaps uh, they might happily escort you. Huh. They are fake creatures and as such are innately good. Um, and uh, they've just grown distrustful, I believe, all that time underwater. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Let's see, we have that, that. Oh, my final question, maybe. Would you know if any rust creatures naturally inhabit these lands? Yes. Which is where I'd like to shepherd a few, or, or herd a few, I guess. Um, do you know where these rust monsters may exist? Well, I gave, I listed the most prominent things in the Laconish Highlands, but of course the, the number of creatures there are so numerous it would be hard to write them all down of course uh i do believe in the mines near dawn gate there are rust monsters at least there used to be back when they operated iron mines mm-hmm. out of dawn gate they might have had to close them down due to the large numbers of rust monsters there okay and that mine is located from where on dawn gate southeast southwest south or can well, you mark you can the mine on southwest? My... Okay. Um, hmm, let you... me just take one quick look over here. Such a shame. Such a shame. Yes. Yes. I believe it is um near the mouth of the Night River. So follow the Night River from Dawngate uh, southward. And uh, you will find some old mines around there. Okay. Uh, I believe they have silver and zinc still operating. So look for the closed ones. And there you will find the monsters that corrode. Look for the... Wait, say that one more time. That last part. Look for the closed mines. The ones that no longer operate. And there you will find the monsters that corrode metals with a touch. Closed mines. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. Okay. Um... My only other question, you mentioned that you had a relationship or some sort of relationship at some point with uh, Scoria. You, would ha- you wouldn't happen to know anything about her current lair, would you? I don't know, not her current lair. I was uh, a young elf mm-hmm. practicing my wizardry. I uh, decided to take the form of a human for the day. 
And uh, she was practicing her polymorphing and took the form of a human as well. We met under a, a new moon. It was a dark night, traveling through the streets of Crownhold, both of us eager to uh, explore. We found each other and could tell instantly that there was something unusual. It was the, the polymorph that she had used and the wizardry that I had used that uh, we noticed within each other. But at the time, our minds were elsewhere. She was in heat and mm -hmm. I'm always in heat. <laughs> And, okay, uh, Nevitz um, drew us towards one another. Nevitz grabs the amulet while he's speaking tavern. out of his uh, cloak or whatever, um, and then extending his hand with the amulet in his cloak, um, <clears throat> or with with the amulet in hand. Um, skin was so hot to the touch. <clears throat> I'm sure you understand that um, this object was of great value to us. I trust that if I have we questions for you in the future, perhaps I could come back and ask. What? Yes, of course. Of course, you may always come back here to my home. Also, if I may so offer, um, me and my adventuring little crew are capable would probably be happy to work with you. I find the secret in life is going after the things that want you to go after them. I only approach those people that I feel drawn to and that also feel drawn to me. I have a little need for errands and mission boys and uh, whatnot. I've made my life upon my mannerisms, and I will continue to do so. But I'll I'll keep your little organization in mind should uh, I ever need a, a gopher. That sounds fair. Um, I dropped the amulet on the table, I guess, or whatever in front of him. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he seems a little bit lost in his memories. Yeah. Good luck on your adventures, elf. Um, and godspeed to all of the beautiful creatures you slay. Um, mm. And then I leave. I do say hello to any of my children you see along your way. I'll be sure to keep my eyes out for them. All right. You can leave his house. With the map he's given me, I assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. And then those two were finding more information about, like, trapping and capturing rest monsters, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. True. Other party members... <laughs> Going, looking for a totally different type of Beastmaster. Um, you can find an old retired ranger sitting in one of the taverns here in Wickthron Marenta. You've asked around town, and one of the guards mentioned to you that this guy uh, used to be one of the royal rangers uh, before he retired. They said, like, retired in a strange way that made you think, like, there's more of a story here, but for our purposes, probably fine, right? Whatever. He's, he's no longer working for the king, for the queen. Um, and he is hanging out in this tavern on the south side of town. Uh, it sits a little bit underground, and there's, like, a pool of water standing in the middle of it. Uh, it's kind of a dark place, a little bit dreary. There's all sorts of animal heads mounted on the walls everywhere. There's some wind chimes that dangle near the front door, so when you open the door, it, like, jingles the chimes. Um, and there this guy is. His name is Crag, or at least that's what people called him. They told you to call him that. You recognize him by his one eye patch and his long streak of silver hair in this otherwise, like, salt and peppery uh, mess that he's got on his head, clearly un un uncombed. Uh, he sits whittling a piece of wood with a large bowie knife and uh, propped his feet up on a nearby table. 
Hello. Hmm. <clears throat> we came here to ask you a few questions about some monsters you may have wandered about in your service. Yeah. You looking to kill something? Capture. A rough oh, a real hunter, I see. Not one of these Johnny-come-latelys just looking to stand next to a dead creature while someone paints them. Killing is easy. Capturing and keeping is the hard part. He sets down his wood and his bowie knife on the table and looks up from his work to eye the two of you for the first time. Well, uh, I like the sound of a real hunter. Have a seat. Buy me whiskey. We'll sit. And order four whiskeys. <clears throat> four. Two for him. Alright. They're pretty cheap, I think, right? He narrows his one eye at Toki. Looks at you. What? You there. You're a shape changer, aren't you? I've seen your kind before. Don't tell me this is the beast you mean to capture. No. Okay, first of all, rude. Second of all, yes, I am a druid that can shapeshift into animals. That's what I thought. So what are you after, huh? We'd be looking to capture a rust monster. All right. Got a dungeon you're building. Mm. An armory I'm getting rid of. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like the I like the way you think. You know, it's been a long time. I've come to see the world from the monster's point of view. I say we take out all the armories, let people fight with sticks and whatever tools they can improvise themselves. Make it a fair fight. A real man forges his own weapon. Oh, Real man has his own weapons. He raises his hands before you. Again. Give me the lowdown on capturing a rust monster. Have you ever done it? Never tried. But it can be done. Does Easy it enough. Eat? Yeah, it needs to eat. It can eat anything. It prefers the corrosion of metal, but it'll eat flesh. It'll eat rock. It'll eat whatever it can get its filthy little mouth on what if i it's like a it's like a little baby right it'll eat anything but you give it a little bit of candy oh it goes crazy for it that's how rust candy will it just follow you around greatest source of that candy wherever it can find it (sighs) what if i um what if i had a box you think Mm -hmm. i could put one in it close the box Feed it every now and then. Portable armory destroyer, maybe. Should work. Should work. Creature howls like the dickens, though. It'll make a hell of a lot of noise. And it'll thrash about, shake your box, maybe even break it open. So you need a but strong box. Yeah, strong box, but with no metal holding it together. What would you Not use? even a nail head poking out. Elven wood? Mm-hmm. What would you use to secure it, you think? Two ropes. 
One around its neck, one around its hind legs, with someone in the front, someone in the back. You keep what about those the arms? ropes taut. <clears throat> yeah, you just keep the ropes taut, and you keep a good 10-foot distance on either end. That way, you can walk, and if it bounds forward, the guy in back pulls it back, and if it goes to the side, the guy in the front pulls it back. you got to have strong men, though. You could put it in a box. You need to make it a good box and reinforce it, tie it down with some extra ropes. You wouldn't want it getting out nowhere. Those maybe things a, can cause a real problem. Maybe a stone box. It seems with... a bit heavy, but if you got the strength to carry it, stone box would do good. Real hmm. good. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Are they well, teamable? <laughs> he finishes the second whiskey and raises two more fingers for the bartender. Tameable? No. Not with a lifetime of work. These are nasty little buggers, driven by hunger and hunger alone. They got no sense of community, no sense of camaraderie. They're not sociable creatures, you see. They're solitary creatures, predators. They're like cats. Can you ever really tame a cat? No. Maybe no. someone even our... could. No, you can't tame a cat. At best, you have a friendly hunter in your house that you are aligned with, but not quite tamed. You can tame a dog. You can make it roll over, make it beg for treats. You can't tame a cat. What's the Imagine a rust monster. It's like a cat. But not your little house cat, but like a, a tiger or a lion. What's the a rust can... monster? Can, it, can druids transform into them? No. Only natural creatures. Natural, natural yeah. creatures. What does a natural Foolish creature question. mean? What does that mean? Like bear. something that could exist in the real world. Oh, oh okay. Quite well. Shady yeah. creatures. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> Miss Toki, do you have any questions for this old salt of a man? No. Bartender puts two more whiskeys <clears throat> down in front of him. He takes one and sips the other. Then I guess all we have to do is a quick arm wrestle before we go. Arm wrestle? Why? He's talking about his hands and how they're so strong. I want to see if it's... He's right. Oh, yeah. I want to wrestle great my idea. arms, little you one. Guys should, you guys should Am arm I wrestle. taller than him? Oh, you're way taller than him. You're way bigger right. than him. Yeah, Good. absolutely. You're also way stronger than him, clearly. Good. Well... Arm wrestle for who pays for the drinks. It's a deal. Alrighty. Lenny All right. will. He puts his arm on the table. Athletics or just straight strength? That's got to uh, be It's going to be a straight strength check. But we're going to do a little something fishy here. Because as you grasp hands, uh, he kicks you under the table and then uses your distraction to try and, like, Slam it down. So I'm gonna need oh, you wow. to make me a I con save. Con? Really not? Dex yeah, because he's notice? kicking you under the table. He's gonna kick you. It's more right. of like, can you withstand the? Um, ooh, that's actually good. Uh, now I have to figure out what his CR is, what the difficulty of this roll is. So he is gonna have. I'll just roll a stat, and we'll base off that stat. So he needs a a 16 to beat you. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets a 17. It's yeah. Really good. He kicks you in the knee. You kind of like reflexively 
startle for a moment, and he slams your hand into the table as you're, Wait. like, taken aback. Am I able Clearly to roll cheated. my strength check at disadvantage? And we can see what I get, or do you think he just slams it? I think he slams it. He's like, you're setting up, and he kicks you as you're unaware, and takes the, he's taking advantage of the fact that you're trusting him to do a straightforward match, and yeah. he, he cheats you. Well, he lays, sits back in his chair. Uh, I'll put a gold on the table and not make any mention of it. Okay. Uh, Beat me fair and square. Out, as you walk out, he says, you gotta watch out for the monsters. They'll make you look right, and then they'll hit you from the left. Watch out for the ones that hunt in packs. There'll always be more. Okay. Nice. Give him a wave. Cool. I don't like him. He kicked me. There's no way you would have lost to him, Lenny. No, no way you would have lost to him. No way. He has like 12 strength. Jeez. He's a jerk. All right. All right. The party can reconvene. Wait, was I able to do my thing? Oh, uh, well, why don't we take a break here and we'll talk about your thing during the break? Sure. Sounds good. Okay. Cool. Um, We will be back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson Men. Hi, Hello. we're back. Welcome us. Thank you for welcoming us. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to your own channel. <laughs> Thank you. Um. All right. Next point of action. Oh, we had the. What do we got? I need music. That's what's up. True. Right. We are back in the tavern. We <laughs> are. Good one, Lily. Sorry. <clears throat> um, we're all back in the tavern together. Yes. Hi. Um, okay, we're just hanging out. Um, <clears throat> I guess um, we should go back up to our room and we can go over what we found out and then we can kind of make plans and preparations for what we're going to do next, yeah? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. okay, yeah, we're up in our room. Um, I produce the... Um, I, I Would I have gotten like... How do you carry maps? Do you get like a container that you put them in, just a rubber band to hold? A map case. A map case, yes. Okay, so I produce a map case, I imagine, from my cloak. Um, mm -hmm. And then I open it up, and I lay out a map before us. So I've gotten from the elf a map, the lands of Mistria. Um, he didn't have much information, unfortunately, about Scoria, um, but I detailed out, and then um, Nebit's points to the different forest. We've got labels of the types of monsters found in certain areas, and if we are looking for those rust monsters to set free in Stoughton's armory, I found that there are probably a ton of them located in the closed mine south of Dawngate, the <clears throat> end of the Night River. I learned that in order to keep a rust monster in, we're going to need a really strong box. Um, maybe a stone one, depending on how much it would weigh and how much a rust monster weighs. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe very, very strong wood would work, but it can't be metal. Okay, a strong a wooden box or an iron box. Are you able to fit multiple of these inside your bag of holding? Not iron, stone. Iron you would eat through. Or sorry, not iron. A strong um, stone or a strong wooden box. Um, um, I could definitely fit one or two. How Do you know how quickly they consume metal? If we were to unleash two in an armory, would, these, like, would they fill themselves and fall into a, a stupor? Is that like a nap? Uh, I did not ask. How much metal does one rust monster eat? Yeah, it seems like it'd be time. pretty important to find out, right, Lenny? Well, you know I don't have the greatest brain, and Toki was there as well. 
Toki, do you know how much metal a... Uh, my watch is Toki racks her brain. Accessing a seemingly universal encyclopedic knowledge of... Hmm. I guess we maybe we should find out how often this armory is attended to. Maybe it's possible that if we set a few of these monsters free in the back of the armory, maybe they won't be discovered for some number of days. I don't know if I could carry a few. Um, the bag only holds 250? Correct. We'll how say much the boxes. How much does a <clears throat> rust monster weigh? No, how would anybody know, really? Well, the, the hunter guy you talked to should know, right? <laughs> Obviously not. Did you ask him? Yes. And what did he say? He said it weighs as much as a rust monster weighs. <laughs> huh. Well, um... Hmm. Toki, you're not able to spawn any of these creatures into existence or anything, are you? No. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of work even just getting one to the... Yeah, perhaps it might just be easier to dump the blades into the ocean um, or into the canal next to Stoutland. I don't think we're going to be able to move that many blades outside of the armory. I think um, moving moving <clears throat> weapons from the armory to the canal is probably going to be easier than moving rust monsters from the mines to Stoutland, no? No, because we put the monster, we put one monster into our bag of holding and then move it in like that. You just hope one does the job. We could go ask again, yeah, how much can a rust monster eat? Yeah, maybe that would be good to find out, because I don't think a single mon rust monster is going to be de de able to devour armories full of weapons, no? Don't know. Okay, perhaps we can do that um... tomorrow. Are there any other preparations we need to make before? Oh, we should consider trying to recruit a fourth, maybe. Um, yes. We seem to have trouble dealing with creatures at range right now. We don't have much to do with that. I would feel safer having some sort of sorcerer or wizard with our party. I feel like it would round us out pretty well. And then they can fireball the armor. Well, I don't know if fire would do much to metal. The fire that's produced from a fireball isn't in the thousands of degrees or whatever be necessary to forge metal, is it? Or melt metal? It would probably not be hot enough to melt all of the weapons mm. in one go. Maybe if you can sustain <clears throat> that fireball over time but not in one quick blast. Hmm. Oh, wait a second. When you attack, we, okay, we know this because we've encountered at least one rust monster in the past. If you attack a rust monster just by virtue of hitting it, the blade can be damaged, right? Mm-hmm. So we could just, if we get one rust monster in there, we could just throw all the swords at it until they rust theoretically, right? Is there a problem with this? No, there's no problem. I'm just trying to find the, the balance between answering your questions and speeding the game along. Yeah, of course. If you put a rust monster in the armory, it probably won't eat all the metal, but it will decay all the metal and make it worthless and useless probably pretty fast. Maybe the course of like a couple hours. Oh, okay. So you just get a rust monster there and lock it in overnight. Then we're done. Fuck your uncle. Fucking A. Okay, cool. That's good. Yeah, it might not eat it all, but it'll ruin it all. We just need to make yeah. sure that it, they weigh less than, like, 200 pounds then. Correct? So that we can fit one yeah. inside a box. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys agree with me on the wizard part? Yes. Yes. No, I think that's a good idea. <clears throat> okay. Um, is there... Then, <clears throat> tomorrow we ought to go through and... Uh, I don't know where we would recruit a wizard of this power but we ought to try to find a wizard that can come with us, that'd be willing to come with us on such an adventure. 
Um, but otherwise, um, I think we should probably get some basic supplies. We definitely need to find some rope. Um, maybe some torches. Um, anything else? Um, how are we going to recruit the wizard? Are we just going to have signs? Um, well, I'm not sure. How would we go about finding a wizard like this? Maybe your elf friend would know. He's a wizard himself. Kind he has of, a lot of kids. But I don't think he'd know where I could find a spare wizard. Um, he doesn't seem very interested in a creature unless he can fuck it, so... Not well, he has lots of kids, maybe. Um, he does, but I don't know... Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really want to bother him with unnecessary questions or questions I don't feel he'd have the answer to. I don't want to wear my welcome thin there, but I don't think he would know... Um, any more than any other noble, like about the presence of wizards here. Um, we'd probably have to find a wizard that's not very well established. Maybe that's somewhat of a rogue uh, that would be willing to go on an adventure like this, yeah? We could ask, um, remember, we have to go talk to that guy about uh, the oh, McGarry. plans. He might know a wizard. McGarry might, actually. Sure. Or maybe he'll know of uh, maybe some wizard that's been up to trouble or something. Um, yeah, we could do that for sure. Um, <clears throat> anything else you can think of that we might need besides rope and torches? Nothing comes to mind right now. Not really. Oh, we need to get the box manufactured. Oh, true. We should get the oh, box manufactured. We need a what? Oh, a way to yeah, transport the monster. Transport yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um. Well. Uh, we need a way to sedate the rust monster as well to put it in the box. Well, we can just knock it out, right? I mean, we've killed enough things. <laughs> Knocking things out with our weaponry is very hard to knock something out that way, right? How? You just knock it out, put it in the box. If it can't get out of the box, just set it free in the armory. If I have my sword right here, how am I going to knock you out if I use it? I can't just punch a rust monster. It's not going to do much damage. You just smack me with the flat end of the sword. What do you mean? Not going to do much damage. <clears throat> yeah, of course we will. It's just a single rust monster. Look at us, Lenny. How are you going to do any damage to the sword? The or same the way. Knock it out with the flat end of the sword or stab it in a spot where I don't think it'll kill it. So we're going to stab the rust monster that undoes uh, metal weaponry with our swords? That are metal. Oh, I understand, Lenny. Um, so magical items like these that are imbued with the um, with the wisdom of wizards shouldn't decay if we attack a rusting creature with them. We should be okay. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, of course I do. They're magical objects. It's not so easy to wither a magical object. Uh, okay. This is true, right? Koibu, magical swords don't... I'm almost positive this is true. Magical swords don't damage when you hit um, metallic... Or I'm sorry, like stone with them, and they don't get damaged by rust creatures. I know this is true. Generally, yeah. That's... You know, there were always exceptions to the rule. And sure, of course. And if you whack yeah. your magical sword against the stone over and over and over again, you will dull or break it. Yeah. I think stone is different than a rust monster, but... I don't know. Rust monsters, whether they work on magical weapons or not, is one of those uh, great questions to ponder. Oh. Because who in their right mind would ever even test a magical weapon against a rust monster on the off chance that they're wrong and it decays it and you ruin the magic weapon, right? So the, ev the body of evidence supporting or rejecting that theory is uh, slim to none. Well, it seems like there must be rust monsters that trouble some estate or something somewhere. And if it was possible 
that like um, you could slay a monster like that without damaging your weapons, that a magical weapon would be of great use to somebody hunting those monsters. So if it did work, news of it working would travel very quickly, I would imagine. Well, I think you know one person who can answer this question for you. McGarry? No, the guy I was going to say the guy before. What was his name? The elven guy? Jean Pierre? Grab? Gruff? Gruff? Oh, the hunter guy. Bronze? Yeah. Oh, okay. We can ask the hunter guy a couple of questions on about it, right? Yeah? Yeah. Crack? Crack. Crag? Crag. I think that was his name. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, okay. We can go tomorrow and ask some questions then. Yeah? Anything else? Sure. <clears throat> no. Uh, okay. Before we set out and go off to do this sort of thing, I want to check in with the party. You've been given some pretty terrifying missions, right? Your job is to, like, go investigate Scoria, go behind enemy lines into the middle of a war zone and sabotage supplies. These are the sorts of missions that are uh, a little bit different sort of danger than you're typically dealing with. Not so much just survive while you do this thing, but antagonize huge people, huge forces that you have no chance of overcoming directly in a fight. And so I want to talk with Toki for a moment here. You kind of wanted to get away from the nobility, from the normal life, and uh, get out into the woods and be a druid. And then you kind of came back to work with Voa because you wanted a little bit of integration. Is this too much integration? Is this the life that you tried to escape? Um, I think anything's better than the life I used to have. Toki just Which wants life to be. She used to have. Well, like her past nobility. Mm -hmm. She found little purpose in that kind of life, right? So she set out, became a druid, joined a detective agency, met these people, engaged in dangerous quests, all to find some kind of purpose. She also wants to be included in Nevit's any friend group. Mm hmm. So you're comfortable with what has been asked of you and what you, you are all planning on doing? She thinks the alternative is boring. Mm. So you would seek excitement at the risk of death? What is death, Neil? It's just a part of life. All right. And She's not scared Lenny. of death. No? Hmm? No, you're not scared of death? Tokyo has gone through some shit, including being capt help captain sort of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so you, you feel comfortable with all of this then? Yes. And Lenny, you're just, you know, a poor man from a poor family out in the middle of nowhere. All of a sudden, six months after you join up with this crew of people... You find yourself uh, talking about dealing with dragons. There's talking parrots. There's weird guys that kick you in the nuts when you're trying to arm wrestle. Well, you, you know? said leg before. Leg nuts. The details aren't important here. Okay. What does Lenny think about this huge change that's overcome his life? Uh, <clears throat> Lenny's chill with it. Um, overall, he's just, you know... He's, apparently, he can become a noble now, which would bring his family great honor. Uh, so he's kind of working towards that. Are you at all concerned that you might die on this journey and your family won't know of 
any of the great things that you've done? You haven't seen them since you met up with Voa. Lenny was always a loner. He's, uh, you know, just out adventuring. Uh, he welcomes death. Jesus. So you're not concerned that if you go off on this adventure and die in some mine somewhere, that your family will just think of you <clears throat> as like that loner who walked away and just never came back? There's no... Because you mentioned bringing pride and honor to your family. Yeah. So um, do you, is there any desire to let them know what you've done? Not really, to, no. To make them proud? No? He was just in a barbarian tribe. You know. He'll come back when his honor is, you know, found. Not before. Right. Okay. Nevitz, the man who hates the family, wants revenge against them, but has been sort of working with them for a while, even making some friends within them, one might say. Is this what you thought you would be doing? Um, I mean, originally, Nevitz, like, really, uh, obviously had a personal vendetta against them, but he's found so much purpose and excitement in kind of doing these side adventures that he's kind of not really focused on that as much. This seems to have, like, taken more of his attention. Um, and then, as a result of that, like, the continuing attentions of these types of adventures are more fulfilling than just hitting a certain group of people. Okay. This seems to be more in his um, vein of interest. Nevitz seems more interested in doing this next mission than he has in any of the ones that have come before it. Is that accurate? Yeah, it feels important and purposeful and meaningful now. Yeah, which a little halfling probably spends a lot of his time trying to find his purpose and meaning. Would you say you found meaning in life now? Well, not yet. <laughs> but I mean, okay. changing the outcome of the a road. war or something, yeah, would be a good part of the path there. Yeah. All right. Well, because when you set out and start going behind those enemy lines, this might that might be the last time you see your people to you see these lands for a long time, uh, or the last time ever, even. So I want to make sure that we've uh, wrapped up all of our things back home before we go out. So back around to Toki again. You haven't seen your family in a long time. You momentarily put a huge debt upon their shoulders, and then you quickly cleared it. Are you worried that... Are you concerned at all that you might not see them again? Toki's been away from her family for so long. At this point, does it even matter? I feel like they're very separate now. I see. I see. The uh, blood of battle is thicker than the water of the womb sort of thing. Yeah, I think this is a chance for her to do something that is more um, impactful, you know? Mm hmm. And, yeah. You know. Okay. Well, then. Uh, let's get these last few questions out of the way and Wait, let's begin the before we uh, before we all head off to sleep tonight. Um, Nevitz approaches Toki in the room. Um, Nevitz kind of looks to the ground and he says, um, "Listen, Toki, um, I'm sorry that you lost your periapter earlier. Um, obviously, I um, <clears throat> I know that I come off as very harsh towards a lot of you guys, but I really do appreciate um, all of the traveling that we've done together." Um, I think that Banshee probably would have killed us back there if it weren't for you and Daph saving us. So, um, I want you to know that I really do appreciate that. Are Toki and Nevitz the same height? I think about... I'm, I might be a little You're shorter. Nevitz is quite short, yeah. What are you, two what? 
Well, what are you? You're three something, right? Three five? Well, if I'm two anything, then I'm going to be a bit shorter, right? All right. Toki looks down upon them. It's very <laughs> slightly. Very slightly. <clears throat> it's fine. I just, I just felt a little upset because I kind of felt more included at that point and it was just taken away. That's all. Uh, Nevitz nods his hand. Um, when you cast spells, um, don't you guys need like uh, some sort of object to focus this through? Yes, a juridic ju. I can't pronounce it. The focus thingy. Um, juridic focus or something like that. Yeah. Nevitz removes from his uh, cloak um, a little pouch uh, and he hands it to Toki. Um, maybe something like this can help you in the future. Um, and then Nevitz is like very red and then uh, turns around and he says, um, you're a very valued member of the party, Toki. Um, thank you very much. I'm sorry for stealing your periap. Uh, hopefully this makes up for it. And then uh, Nevitz leaves the room. Toki stands there and, you know, a small smile comes onto her face and she, she feels good. That was very sweet. Very, very out of character and very sweet. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Simpin. Simpin. Yep, simpin hard. Cringe. Alright. The next day comes along. It's time to get the answers to your last few questions. Uh, an unusual rain settles down over the town in the middle of summer. We are now at... Uh, I think you've spent a couple days in town. So today will be the 30th of July. bit of waterfalls from the sky the new moon is coming soon you head back to that same tavern on the south side of town you find Grack or whatever his name was Craig Craig uh -huh. I want to open the little bag he gave me oh yeah um, didn't open oh yeah inside the bag it. is a beautiful ornate necklace that has a sapphire embedded in the middle and then across the there's like an engraving on like the the um the band that goes around the necklace of like little kind of like animals like druidic things or whatever it's a very 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 pretty necklace because all 500 gold from that um piece of fine jewelry that i had was basically put towards it is that what you're doing oh Steven, that's a so nevitz cute. that's a nevitz action that's a nevitz thing oh that's a nevitz God. thing don't separate it oh yeah Okay, um, really happy. Okay. What did you get for me, <laughs> Nevitz? I'm already sleeping. We're going to find Graf the next day, right? That's so cute! <laughs> oh, shit, there's spilled water everywhere. Can I clean up for a second? I got really excited. Yeah, go excited. for it. We're just asking questions about rest monsters. I just spilled water. It's just... We will find Craig. All right, you find Crag. He's back in the same tavern, slightly sunken underground. He's the only one left in here. It's like filling up with water a little bit, and yet he remains in the tavern, feet kicked up on a, a table, carving at the uh, wood in his hands. The bartender's still behind on the other side of the table, also not minding the water. Um, gives you a wave as you enter in. The wind chimes jingle. Crag doesn't look up from his carving. The bartender calls across the room with little water dripping in from the boards above it. What do y'all need? 
We have a few more questions, Craig. I ordered two Ignore drinks. Ignore the bartender completely. Craig uh, throws a look from his one good eye at you and then back to his work. I And I, I see like you brought yourself another friend. Some drinks. Yes, this is the this is the brains behind the operation. We're all the brains here, Craig. Um, I just had a couple questions that I think uh, my friends here might have forgotten to ask, though. Can I um, can I go ahead and ask you a couple questions? Sure. Buy me a couple of drinks. You can ask I'll order the drinks. Want. Sure. He orders some. Drinks. You already did, but he's like got one eye and he's looking at his carving. His uh, peripheral visions are really shitty. Yeah, of course you can have drinks. Rest monsters. How much do these creatures weigh? Do you think? A full-size adult, full-bodied rust monster. A biggin will get up around 200 pounds. Holy shit. Little tyke? 100 or so. 100 or so pounds for a little guy. Could probably fit it in a 2x4 box. Should fit just fine. If you can knock it out and you can touch it for too long without hurting your fingers, yeah, you could do it that way. Why would it hurt your fingers to touch it? Are we just assuming the normal spiky things, or is there some special property of a rust monster we should be aware of? That's one of them there, special properties of a rust monster you should be aware of. You see, the rust monster's antenna, if they touch metal, it'll rust metal. All sorts of metal. Hell, even non-metallic weapons and magical items coming in contact with it have a chance to decay at their touch. So it makes them so dangerous. Even a ma- So a magical weapon might even suffer some decay encountering a rust monster? Oh, certainly. Hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. Their magic penetrates all. They're the great equalizer, rust monsters. What's the you radius? You see a blue manite up there with a, a plus five magic sword, and you see a rust monster disintegrate the thing before its very eyes, and then the knight weeps himself to death. And what's the, um, what's the distance you'd have to stay from a rust monster to prevent some sort of contamination from happening? Just don't touch it. If right? I hover a sword right above it, is it going to decay in its presence, or...? Not until the antenna or its hide touches it. Or its tail. Oh, the antenna and the tail are the most difficult. The hide is slightly better. Okay. Nevitz, we could get some uh, magic... Or, not magic. We could get some uh, wood bats or something and beat it down that way we have our wonderful druid here and we'll find a wizard i'm sure we're able to take this thing out with magic knock it out bring it in should be fun yeah the greatest weakness to a rust monster is its tiny little brain the dumb as bricks Hmm. true okay okay um well i guess all that's left is us to do our arm wrestling contest again (laughs) <laughs> for the drinks. I already taught you the lesson you needed to learn. Uh, you won't play me in a fair game, then? He looks up at you with his one good eye, and he says, The secrets to fighting monsters are to know your own limits and never take on something bigger than you're really, really well, willing to handle. And you, you big lad, you're bigger than I can handle. So no, I won't take you. All right. You would have beaten him, Lenny. Like, a thousand percent. Of course he would have beaten me. Not even a question. He would have beaten the crap out of me. That's why I had to kick him in the knee. Hmm. Huh. Right, well, at least he acknowledges that, you know? 
Well, um, there's no reason why uh, if one would have come across any sort of magical bag or something, that this rust monster should damage the bag. No. Well, assuming the a bag is a bag. Yeah, assuming it's not made of metal or anything, right? The only magic bags I know about are bags of Holden. And this bloke over here said he wanted to put a rust monster in an armory. Are you telling me you're going to hide a rust monster away from sight in extra-dimensional space and spring it on some unsuspecting group of people in their armory to destroy all their gear? Brilliant that's idea, a, isn't it? That sounds like an insane quandary. It's um, that you'd be in, uh... I'm just putting one and one together. Putting one and one together. It seems like you're adding a few more things in there. Um, perhaps we just want to play a prank on a friend. Um, you ask a lot of questions for a man who hunts monsters, though. But, okay. Um... But, like, hypothetically, uh... what would happen? Hypothetically, this is... We're just... Having fun. Hmm... Mm-hmm. He thinks to himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your bag made of? Is it leather? Yeah. Or is it silk? I think it's leather. Wait, is it silk? The bag of holding? Silk. Yeah, it's silk. Should probably be fine, then. Okay. Sounds good. Should probably oh. be fine. Just make sure it's little claws and teeth stay away from everything. Don't let it rip open the bag. Huh. And before you go, tell me, whose armory are you wrecking? <laughs> what concern is it to you, old man? I've got a little bit of money on the outcome of the war. Well, I don't fancy to... we'd be in here asking you for help on how to commit treason, so can rest assured that the armory doesn't reside in the lands of Drekus. I promise you that. Rest assured. I don't... All right. If you're not betting on us, you might want to change your bets. Oh, no. You see, that's what you do. You bet against your own country, so that way if you lose, you win. And if you win, you win anyway. You know? You hedge your bets. <clears throat> you plan out your future so it'll be secure no matter what. As he takes a sip, I would like to... Uh, short the housing market. Like to smack his back and say, uh, he might want to change your bets. Okay. Okay. He acknowledges your, your smack with a... <coughs> Good. And like a, a nod through his patched eye at you. Can we buy... He, um... he blinks, winks at you. It's hard to tell if it's a blink or a wink when you've only got one eye. Mm -hmm. True. We want to get, um, real quickly then, we would just want to get a case made. And then we also want to buy like 200 feet of silken rope. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Four bundles uh, of. 50 you want feet. like a, a rust monster case made? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a case that will just barely fit in your bag of holding that you could then squish a rust monster in? Small rust Correct. monster, yeah. Yeah, these things can be done. No problem. There are plenty of woodworkers here in town. We don't even have to RP it. Can we do a silk stone? rope? Is 20 gold to the 50 feet. So you said 200 feet? Yep, so 80 so we're gold. We're looking at 80 gold there. And then uh, drinks, rooms, bribes, yada, yada, yada. Why don't we just chuck out 100 gold altogether? And mm -hmm. that'll be the cost of all of this in the town. Does somebody have 100 gold that they have on their sheet? 
I don't have a hundred cash. Can we convert like um one of these? One of the gems. Can we sell this at a gem place for Yeah. Ideally five hundred gold. Um, so here what we're going to do is we are going to see at what value you can sell the gem. We're just gonna make a roll and then you will sell it at that value. Is so, it always gonna be less or could it be higher? No, I mean Ooh. it's gonna be a D something. Yeah. Um and then it'll be like somewhere so it'll be a... you can get it for And it's fine jewelry, not gems specifically. It's probably both. I don't know if that matters at all. Right. For our purposes, it's going to be the same right now. Yeah. Um, it'll be a D100 plus... No, a, a D90 plus 50. So it'll be like 51% of the price through 140% of the price. So you're probably going to lose a little bit of 50? money, but you might make some money. 1D90 plus 50? 1D90 plus 50. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, you sure you want to roll this? 84? 84% of 500. Unbelievable. Yeah, 420. Okay, so add 420 to your sheet and then yeah, add and I'm removing one. 100. So 320. Mm -hmm. And then add 200 feet of silken rope. So silken rope should have the same tolerance as heavy rope, but it weighs as much as light rope. Correct, I did yeah. it. Cool. We have four bundles of 50-foot silk rope. Sounds good. And then also um, like 10 torches, unlit torches. Yep. What are yep. we gonna light all them with? All that can be chucked in for your same sure. shit. It's all good. What are we gonna what? Light them with? Yeah. Does anybody have a can flint and tinderbox? Buy a we flint can buy and one. Just yep. Go ahead and add it to your sheet. Flint and tinderbox. Okay. Should be good. Um. Anything else that we're forgetting? Do we need rations for this, or can we reasonably hunt near rivers and stuff on our way I down? Togi has good berries. Oh, yeah. Good. You're going to want some form of easy food because you'll be behind enemy lines and you're going to want to be able to move quickly without having to, like, hunt for your food. Mm -hmm. Good berries. Okay. Good berries will solve all your problems. Is that a cantrip or a spell? It is a spell, but it makes 10 berries with one. Wait, uh, but it requires a spell slot? Level one spell slot. And it re that regenerates in a long rest? I think... For her, it was short. I can't remember though, because no, my understanding, my understanding is that a good berry goes bad after one day. Is that really? not true? You read the, maybe you should read the spell. Ah, uh, yeah, loses their potency if they have not been consumed within twenty-four hours of the casting of the spell. Yeah. Yep. So this is not uh, adequate for long-term food. Well, you know, you got a lot of spell slots. If you're there for a week, you all you need is seven spell slots to eat for seven days. How yeah, many no. spell slots do you have? Four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. I have ten, but then like, holy eight, shit, then I will like I have other cool spells to use, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe grab some rations. It's uh, two pounds per person per day for food. That's so uh, much. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's about how much okay, a person well, eats a day. About... It's about two pounds of shit. Two pounds of food per day? Yeah. Shouldn't a person be eating what? like about 80% of a pound? If we consume about, no. about 2,000 calories a day of food, that really weighs two pounds? If you... T total up the weight of all the things you eat in a day, it should come out to be around two pounds-ish. Most humans um, eat between three to five pounds per day. But then, like, um, Nevitz is a halfling, right? True. So oh, and you're a dwarf. weird situations much. where, like, halfling armor weighs the same as, like, full person armor. There's some, like, weird-ass rules that we just abide by for the simplification. Otherwise, we have to, like, 
if halflings eat this much and then their armor makes this, it just gets way too fucking complicated. And then we have to adjust strength scores. And yeah, everything. we understand. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, go ahead. What? Lily? What if like you have like little, you know, energy bars or some shit? Yeah, then it's about two pounds. Of okay. that? Well, how much does a cliff bar weigh? Calorically dense bar. I mean, where are we gonna get calorically dense bars in? Yeah, because there's a difference between like super processed food or unprocessed food, yeah. and there's probably not much food processing that goes on. Mm. 2.4 ounces for a cliff bar, right? Yeah, they don't have soil mm. in this world, do they? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, on a fighter I had a while ago, I had a background trait that gave me the ability to reliably find food every day. I don't have that here. I don't think there's a shortcut for this. We just have to have rations. Or we can like split some spell slots with the rations. Maybe, yeah. Technically, good berries should feed us for two days, right? Like if we eat at the end of the day, you can cast it at the end of the day. Yes. And then we eat, at and the then we eat at the beginning of the, of the next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much does um fifty feet of silken rope weigh, Koibu? Because I'm all the fucking shit sort of. Are you serious, Moot? Yeah, if five I'm gonna pounds. have to start wearing that. Sh uh, five pounds. Okay, so for fifty you. feet. Yep. And then I have the weight tolerance listed for silk rope is 600 pounds. Yep. yep. That's okay. correct. Okay. The disappearing powder and the fire resistance scroll were negligent weight? Yeah. Or do we have a real weight for them? Negligent. negligent and the weight. potions were one pound each? Yes. The ball pairings are one pound, I'm guessing. Yeah. How much does so 10 torches weigh? 10 pounds. Okay. And the flint tinner is negligent? Uh, it's a box with flint and tinder and everything. It'll weigh one pound. Okay. Hmm. The fine jewelry, um, 18 of them. Can you give me the weight on that? I have it listed Probably as point. a pound for all 18. Okay. Yeah. One pound. I was okay. going to say like a tenth of a pound or a fifth of a pound or a twentieth of a pound for each one. So if we'll just throw it all together in a one pound sack, that's fine. Okay, currently oh, our bag are... of holding is holding 49 pounds. Easy. 201 pounds left. Wait, do you have rations in there yet or no? No. How many rations are we getting? Fuck. So one ration is one pound, you said, or two pounds? One ration is two pounds. So we need four rations per day. So if we wanted to survive for a week, that would be 28 rations, which would be 56 pounds. Should still be enough for the creature. We could do that. That's fine. So 28, and we have rations for a week, and then if we need, we can use Toki's shit, correct? Correct. Nope. Other way, other way. That's oh, yeah, sorry. There, One. 20 on the side. Yeah. There you go. So currently, we have 105 in our weight, mm -hmm. and we'll have like 140 to work with. Okay, 145. Okay, that's fine. I we could just... always take like a shield out. Um, sure, stuff. we just need to find like a child, a small thing or whatever. The full-bodied ones were 200 pounds. The child one should be around 100, so... <laughs> Wait, yeah, if, right. to if Toki turns into like a cow, can, can we milk her? <laughs> well, Toki, are you milkable? Presently lactating? Aren't cows always? Or do they not? Oh no, no. they've got to be fed hormones to keep them artificially like yeah, impregnated. Yeah. Pump them full of babies all the time so that they're constantly in the lactating phase. If she turns into a chicken, can she lay eggs for us? 
it takes a time. It's not like a chicken just snaps its fingers and produces an egg, you okay. know? Interesting, gotcha. Oh. What if, what if I'm a cow and then they take a bit of my flesh and eat it? We've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah, we've gone over these before. I think we decided oh, not to because it gets yeah. a little... That's a but, weird question. But if they did, we'd have unlimited food because then i turn back into a human. Yeah, I'd be wounded, but then I can take a short rest. So like every short rest, they could eat my flesh and get food. You know what? You're right. This is weird. Let's move on. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Um, okay, I think all we really have left to do then is go to the McGarry household and chat. But we might want to do that next episode. Um... No, let's do it now so that in a way our next episode will be setting off. Okay. Let's get all the pieces behind us. Yeah. All Sounds right. good. You head to the McGarry household. Um, a servant recognizes you as the people who came here before and hurries over to the gate, opening it for you and motioning you inside the house. Mr. McGarry is there, Lord McGarry. Um, he's walking through the house with his wife as you guys come into the front door and he sees you, sends his wife on and walks over to you guys. You'll notice the bodyguard is still following him around. Same guy as before. He looks at you all. Is it time? Are you ready to set out? Um, we believe so. We have a couple questions we could ask. One small, one big, um... The first question, I guess we'll get the big one out of the way. As I'm sure you've noticed, we're down a member. Um, the request you've made of us is quite a large one, and the owner of our small organization decided that he'd rather go back to the life of being a businessman than a state-sponsored spy, which I believe is fair. Now, uh, we have a few weaknesses in our party. We'd like to shore up with a fourth member if we could. You wouldn't happen to know of any irresponsible renegade wizards or... <laughs> sorcerers that might be about that would be looking to go on this type of journey clearly we're not going to be able to tap into a wizard at a at a, at a um, at an estate or one with a comfy court job we're going to need to find somebody that has gotten in trouble in the past for irresponsible use of magic somebody that's restless um, I mean I'm sure you know what you're asking of us so you know the type we'd be looking for yeah well, I mentioned to you earlier that we are looking... We've You're not the only people we've sent on this mission. Mm -hmm. We expect most of you to fail, some of you to succeed in some, some to succeed in others. Uh, there's a bloke coming by tomorrow. Doesn't know why he's coming here. I'm going to propose the same thing to him that I proposed to you. Uh, maybe you the, he'll want to join up with you. Maybe he want to do it on his own. We'll have to ask him. But he's a uh, spellcaster of sorts. Might be able to help you out. It's up to him. But okay. I'll put you in touch. Okay, that sounds good. Um, second final question, I guess the only thing I can think of is um, in terms of us getting into these lands... Are we expected to just march northeast of Ralwick on our own, or do we get any type of ship that's going to drop us off anywhere close by? Is there any kind of transportation that can be arranged for us? <laughs> I was hoping you would have your own solution to those problems. We can't really afford to be losing any ships at this time, and uh, war notions what they are. Any sort of large vessel getting close would be spotted, sunk, questioned at the least. 
We figured you brave people are the ones that know how to get in and get out through enemy lines. The bridge at Bridgegate is down, so you can cross at Bontheris, or perhaps find a way over the Draken Ridge, or maybe find your own way across the River Vodin or the Silver River or something. Um. Okay. Wait, where is this? The Silver Odin? Wait, can you say that again? Silver River. Oh, up there. Yeah, uh, Silver and Gold Rivers would need to be crossed. Or maybe find some way over the Draken Ridge and in. Mm -hmm. It's a nasty place to go. This road, or I'm sorry, this the River Vodan, does that separate Drekus from Mistria? Mm-hmm. Gotcha, that's mm -hmm. a separator. Okay. The bridge at Old Vodan's gone. The bridge at Bridgegate is gone. Hmm. Okay. Once we're across into the lands of Mistria, do we have any way of communicating with you or anybody in command back at Drekus? Or are we essentially on our own until we make it back to these lands? You'll be on your own. And uh, frustratingly enough, if any of our other agents succeed, you may come to a mission only to find it completed already. Or perhaps somebody else trying to sabotage it right alongside you. So uh, be careful for other saboteurs. They might actually be allies mm -hmm. in hiding. You wouldn't happen to have given any sort of coded language that we could use to identify ourselves to another of these type if we ran across them, have you? He shakes his head. No, we considered it, but we're, we were worried that should someone fall into the hands of the enemy, it could be used against us. Hmm. Better to send off multiple independent agents to uh, complete their tasks. And I should also let you know that the others have a few tasks I haven't given you as well just in case you are captured and interrogated. Um, our plans are far more elaborate than what you know. That's fair. Okay, well, I don't believe I have any other questions, um, unless any of my party members do. I believe we should be ready to take off. What well, are the then, uh, words? Here's, here's the thing that we want to let them know. The idea is to get them to pull their forces back. So we are planning, we would like you to slip to the enemy general this bit of information. That we, Drekus, have ships that are coming into the Grand Canal loaded with sailors and soldiers. These ships will be made invisible for the approach by our small contingent of skilled spellcasters. They will sail through the Grand Canal, past the rapids, and right up to the walls at the Muckwood. Up to the canals at Muckwood. Scroll up. Uh, there, we will either climb or jump or magic our way to the tops of the cliffs, dump down long rope ladders that stretch to the ships below, where our people will climb up, and then we will siege Slagmire from the inside, where they least expect it. Uh, that will give us a toehold, and those same ships can then come and reinforce the troops at Slagmire, and they will have a war on two fronts. The second part of the information is that the troop buildup in Bontheris is false. That the ballistas in the woods are partially functional, some of them fully functional, some of them strictly decorative and that there are not enough soldiers to actually man them. 
Hopefully, that will get that bitch Scoria to fly overhead, where our massive artillery barrage waiting in the woods below can be used to bring her down. So the idea is that Bontheris is falsely reinforced and the attack, an attack is imminent at Slagmire through the Muckwood. That's fair. We want to delay them. Time is on our side here. Get them split in different directions. Have them pull forces back so we can hit them in the front. Okay. Do you think it'd be useful information, Nevitz, to tell him about what you learned? Uh, did I? Did you tell us about the lake stuff at all, or no? Um. Uh, no. Our, yeah, I mean, I imagine I would have showed it back at our hotel. Do you think it'd be useful to tell them about um, the Sun Lake? Eldritch? I don't think underwater passages and land are of much concern right now to Dracus, so. Okay, then. Um, okay, well, I believe if that's all you have for us, we'll return tomorrow to see what type of wizard you scrounged up for us. Well, I can't promise he'll be an amicable fellow. I haven't met him myself yet, but our sources have uh, indicated he'll fit in well with this sort of uh, mentality. Maybe not with your people. Okay. Your friend. Hmm. <laughs> Come round tomorrow evening then? Yeah, sounds good. Good. Can we go visit the uh, historian again? See if she has any Absolutely. update? Yes, it has only been I think about a week. Four days. So she does not have any information for you. She says that she has sent out letters to her friend sages in Solwick and Bondundasir and Pernissus. Uh, and they are kind of sorting through local histories to see if anything matches the description of this woman and will report back. Um, hit dice only come back on a long rest, correct? No, you get one, uh, one short. per short rest. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. But by the time from... From the time you met the woman till now has been a week, so you, you should okay. have all your hit dice back. Uh, and you've been in town for four days now. It'll be five by tomorrow. We can just call that a long rest, so yeah. you guys can have all your resources. Okay. It feels like the save point before the final boss. Almost. Except there is no saving. And there is no undoing. If no we think of anything we need to buy over the week... Um, off or whatever. Totally. Until yeah. Thursday, just DM you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just send me anything that you might want. Can you have more than two? I mean, can you have more than one druid, druidic focus? Sure. You only need one at a time, but you can own as many as you would like. Okay. There's no bonus to them, but uh, keep them all. Got it. Okay, and with that. I think we'll end our session for today. It's getting dicey. <laughs> Good one, because it's called them dice and men. It's really funny. Nice one, like Koibu. Good one, Koibu. Koibu, you, you know what, Koibu? Take inspiration for that. Take inspiration fine. for that, Koibu. It was great. Oh, oh, wow. Is this what it feels like to be on the other side of the table? Okay. Um, pity inspirations. The pity yeah. inspirations. Okay, um... I guess we'll all be back next week unless <laughs> nobody's traveling anywhere. So, yeah. And we might have another player next week. Maybe. We'll see. New um, friend. 
Yeah, well, a new player. I don't know if he'll be a friend. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. All right, Jesus. Mooten. Uh, Mootenmerch.com. Lily, Pichu. Lily, Pichu. Um, I think if you go to dggstore.com, I think I have merchandise there now. Go buy everything, you losers. Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, uh, Koibu, what's your next campaign that you're doing? Saturday is shenanigans, and Sunday is our Hardcore Heroes Q&A wrap-up. If you've been following that storyline at all, Sunday is the day that we will answer whatever questions you want for our players, and I will probably avoid answering most questions about the world. Damn. Yeah, just so your expectations are managed. Okay. All right, well, hey, thanks a lot for um, joining us. We'll be back next week. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Anime was that, Lily? Goblin Slayer. <laughs> wow, what are they doing that one? Wait, yeah, what are they doing that one? Tell, tell us about Goblin Slayer. Yeah.